This week on the Glass Cannon Podcast. Mwangi Expanse is the equivalent to uh, darkest Africa, basically. So, Congo. A creature from a distant and mysterious jungle breaks free of its bonds. It is the horror, the horror, the horror. Roll for initiative. Oh, Lork must stand his ground. It's more for the listeners than it is for me. I just want a clear picture of what the cowardly half-orc is doing. Uh, Galabras. Gormley must exhibit her growing power. <laughs> so remember, if you're listening at home and thinking about playing Pathfinder, create a witch, because they're the greatest characters in the game. And Troy must do battle with the Dice Gods. Yeah! <laughs> you... I fainted him. I threw it out of him. Can you open the window so I can chuck this D20 at the nearest old person walking down the street? The adventure continues now. Okay, campers, rise and shine, and don't forget your booties, because it's cold out there today. It's cold out there every day. Happy Groundhog's Day, everybody. It's Troy, the much maligned DM of this podcast. We've got another doozy coming at you today. I mean, we've had some cliffhangers in the past, but man, was that a humdinger last week. I have a feeling you're going to enjoy this week's ep. I know we did. Thank you for continuing to tune in and interact with us on social media. We all get a real kick out of hearing feedback from you guys. And if you didn't notice, we sincerely try to incorporate a lot of the thoughts and ideas we get from the listeners into the show. So please keep chatting because we're definitely listening. It's been a little while since I've mentioned them, but I want to give another shout out to Paizo, the company behind this Pathfinder game that we're playing. Their stuff is so good. Whether you're interested in gaming or not, or if you're a big nerd, but you don't want to betray D&D, and you're obsessed with 5th edition, I get it, but trust me, you owe it to yourself to check out the Pathfinder system at paizo.com. That's P-A-I-Z-O.com. Everything they put out is gold. Do it. I just got back from my honeymoon a couple days ago, which was amazing, by the way. Thanks for asking. And I think most people would come back and probably be like, okay, party pants, you had some fun while you were away in paradise, but now you need to get your shit together and get back to some serious business. But then you have giant losers like myself, who while I was away was fiending for some Pathfinders. So the day I got back, literally, the day I got back, I called Joe and begged him to sit in on his Council of Thieves campaign, which he runs. P.S. Another Adventure Path, which you can purchase at paizo.com. I met up with his crazy group in Midtown Manhattan last Wednesday. We rented a conference room, crushed some beers, and then proceeded to destroy his shitty monster that he did not prepare well enough for a group of badass min-maxed 10th level PCs. The point is, only a couple weeks away and I miss gaming so much that I just had to get at it as soon as I got back. Where am I going with all this? Hashtag get out and game. Hashtag game more often. I don't think we can overstate the importance of gaming and what joy it brings to our lives. So if you're listening to this and you're hungry to get back into gaming, be it RPGs like Pathfinder or D&D, or just a great board game, get your friends together and get a game night going. Your lives will be all the richer for it. When I met Joe almost a decade ago and he found out that I played D&D as a teenager, he basically dragged me, kicking and screaming, to a session because he had already got back into it. Now, years later, I can't imagine not playing Pathfinder at least four times a month. Email us, Facebook, tweet and twat and all that good stuff. In the meantime, please enjoy this gem. Episode 36, Guerrilla Warfare. Bow, bop. I say we just start with that. (laughs) (laughs) Skid scatting on Mike before we knew we were recording. That's gold. That is your opening. Um, We've had a lot of uh, cool endings, I think. Uh, I hate to toot my own horn, but uh, last ending is one of my faves. (laughs) (laughs) Hate to toot my own horn, but I'm going to do it anyway. No one ever says, I hate to toot my own horn, and then doesn't follow that by immediately tooting their own (laughs) horn. I hate to toot my own horn. So I won't say anything else. So I just won't. <laughs> I'm done. I'll toot someone else's. Good evening. Uh, so yeah, last episode we ended with uh, Baron stealing the ledger uh, from the chart room. Couldn't read it. Brings it down to Galabras. Says, hey, me, me in the cargo hold. This looks over. Galabras, with his crazy linguistic skill, figures out that there is some weird cargo on there entitled Bakara, the horror of the Mawagi Expanse. And we all freak the fuck out. 
And then simultaneously in time, Gormley and her strong, luscious locks of hair, <laughs> and Lork and his incredible dice rolling skills, were just doing their best to uh, earn the ire and disrespect of Coxswain Halrex uh, in the rowing bays. Uh, when all of a sudden, the wall on the other side of the room, um, when there was a door there, you guys never knew what was in this room. It has yet to be uh, explored. explored. The wall next to that door bursts open and a giant four-armed gorilla-like creature comes uh, banging through, maybe 20 feet away from Lork. <sighs> My question to you, and this is a very important question, where is Ben Vereen in all of this? <laughs> He is he's always by my side. By your side. So he's helping me row. Yes. He's helping you row. Okay. So I thought he was he's extreme. The... He he doesn't know how to attack yet, but he has learned the row command. <laughs> how many points does he have in profession sailor at this point? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so, I assumed he was I, he I didn't want to uh, I didn't want to min-max him, so I dropped some points in profession sailor. <laughs> yeah. I assumed he was at the tiller. I assumed he was steering the ship. <laughs> he's got four skill points in perform stringed instruments. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> just to do something different. I thought he was back in the green room. room. Uh, I thought he was back in the green room knocking back potatoes. <laughs> now, why is that a green room? Just because it has potatoes in it? You know, our Irish Americans are some of our biggest fans. Um, now, I should tell you, and I mentioned this back when I was telling you about the boat. Below deck here in these rowing stations, um, the ceilings are only five feet high. Now, there's the middle uh, of it that stretches the whole, uh, I don't know, 80 feet, we'll say. Um, that's 10 feet wide, 80 feet long. And that's where Coxway and Halrex is going back and forth, barking orders. And then there are four sets of stairs that just go down like, you know, a few inches like, into like the row. stoop. Ro yeah, a stoop that goes down into the rowing decks where you sit and row. Um, so consider the ceiling is five feet high uh, and then like five feet, two inches if you're in the rowing decks. The point is, in Pathfinder terms, you're considered to be squeezing. What does that mean? Three things. One... Every time you move, each square costs you two squares of movement because it's tight quarters. You're squeezing through. Even the dwarf, uh, Baron, how, how tall are you? 5'4"? No, I'm four feet. You're four feet? Well, then, looks like Baron. Look, how can No, no, no. And this is, this is a point of contention for dwarves. When people make fun of dwarves for their heights, they're like, fuck you, I'm the best height possible. And this is just another example of why dwarves are the uber race of Galarian. Well, you, this is the one time. We can debate this later. The one time you want a, uh, a gunslinging dwarf on board. Now, obviously, you and Galabras are in a room with normal-sized ceilings, but... Uh, yeah, so the first thing is movement for everyone except Baron and Ben Vereen. Uh, <laughs> every, he, he can, he he's can, slippery. He's slippery. He can ben dance Vereen. freely up and down the aisle. <laughs> just tap dance. Joe just gave us a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Jazz claws. Uh, every square of movement costs you two squares of movement. Um, and also, uh, because you're, you know, you're having trouble maneuvering through, you take a minus four to your AC and a minus four to all of your attack rolls. Brutal. What? Now, what? Yep. That is the Pathfinder squeezing condition. So and minus the, and four to AC. And the condition is the same for a large creature, like a creature that's way bigger than us in that five-foot space. It's just minus four, minus four. Uh, he, I have what his is, and it is slightly worse. Okay. Um, uh, and then uh, does this mean that there is no one is able to take a five-foot step anywhere except for Baron and Ben Vereen? Uh, correct. Correct, yeah. I didn't even think about that yeah. in my preparation, so you just said that. You just made it a lot harder for everyone. <laughs> so, sorry, guys. Except Ben Vereen and Baron. <laughs> Troy, can you please answer yes to this question? I beg of you. I beg of you. Oh, Here boy. We Here we go. Has it been less than two hours since we went into the cave with the, the Alpha Drake? Has it been less than two hours? What's the answer that you want? The answer I he want is yes. yes. He wants yes. It's been less than two hours. Hey. hey. I give you guys too much. Yeah, yeah. So he sprinted back from the cave. I rode a horse. Ran. I rode a horse. <laughs> he was riding a horse, to be fair. I just, All right. I, okay. A horse that was that means just my like a, That means my AC is, you know, a, Drake. a nice under 10. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. With Mage Armor, it's uh, 13. 13, okay. Um, I told you that. That's well, one, I gave like, that one for nothing. It's not like it has four, four arms and a bite. So, <laughs> you should be fine. Um, any other questions? 
Um, oh, so yeah, I mean, just for this is not for for Lork. It's more for just me. I, where are these guys? Where are they? Where did we leave them last episode? I don't know where the oh, where are they reading the, the other side uh, of the door. They're they're on the uh, the other side of the room behind those doors. Oh, the same deck. You don't level. know that, but I'm sure they heard a giant oh, splintering of all right, wood. So they're not like up. No, no, no. Okay. How convenient. No, we, yeah, what they came, went down there. What direction is that on the boat? That would be aft. Nice Who's been know. studying? Yeah. <laughs> 50-50, yes. <laughs> uh, oh, you know what? One other thing I want to talk about, because it was the one thing that I know Skid and Joe lamented at the end of last episode. We mentioned Bakara, the horror of the Mawagi Expanse, and you all went, <gasps> but we kind of took it for granted that everybody knows about the Mawagi Expanse. Let's get a little nerdage in here. Nerd. Skid's got some <laughs> Sorry, I just I want that played at my wedding. <laughs> uh, It'll be the shortest uh, mother son dance in the history <laughs> of weddings. That's perfect. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's I love perfect. you, Ma. Quick kiss. Yeah. Is Harlan Ellison coming to your wedding? <laughs> <laughs> you mean uh, dad? <laughs> um, what was the question? Milwaukee uh, uh, Expanse. Oh, okay. Milwaukee um, Expanse. Yeah, so you remember you probably were last time when you said the Milwaukee. It's actually the Milwaukee Expanse. Oh, Milwaukee. Sorry, Troy. Uh, we all freaked out. And the reason why is from other adventures we've played, the Milwaukee Expanse is the equivalent to uh, Darkest Africa, basically. So, Congo. So... Uh, it's just, uh, it's something very exotic and very unexpected, something very far away that uh, they don't, don't, it's like, and it's, yeah, it's a gorilla. So there you go. And I believe, <laughs> I believe his name was the terror or the horror of the Mwangi expanse. Oh, you know, it might've been the terror. Um, but that's, that's not good. It's, no. uh, it's both terrible and Yeah, horrible. I mean, considering that in these former adventures that Skid mentioned, you know, we've seen things just like terror, you know. Uh, ancient artifacts that are, have horrible, you know, magical qualities, evil, old, you know, cult magics. And then you have stuff like this, like like this Congo-ish, like, beast of a creature that they've apparently caged on this ship, I guess. And, like, for money, they're going to try to sell it somewhere. Yeah. And now it's going to kill Gormley, which is so sad. Yeah. yeah. He had a good run. She had a good run. Um, but, yeah, so uh, it is the horror, the horror, the horror. Roll for initiative. Oh, 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 man. Is our initiative minus four? <laughs> Might as well be. <laughs> all right, you know what? They'll all be minus four, all of us. Natural 20. Get out of here. Hey. Just so you could sprint out of there. Just die first. All right, what's everybody else looking at for initiatives? Oh, uh, wait, are we really taking a minus four? No. Okay. If we all took a minor force, it wouldn't affect anyone. What's your adjusted AC, Matthew? Uh, adjusted would be 27. Ooh. Whoa. I have a 19. 19 uh, initiative? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody, what, what do you got, Lork? 15. 15 and Galabras? Nine. Galabras. Let me roll uh, old Ben Vereen. Oh, I forgot. 20 for Ben Vereen, hey! adjusted. Round one. Gormley. <laughs> oh man, uh, it's a good thing you got a quick reaction to this. So I'm, I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna head for, I'm gonna head back. Can I? So am I on a bench? Like, do I have to? Can I just walk back along the? You can just stand up and move back. Yep, but every space counts as two. All right, so will you move me back? No, 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 just straight back. I'm like, what's I'll, your movement? My move. Well, I take, I'm just gonna go back six. No, he wants I, to go backwards. I can't get not to the ladder. Onto the deck. I can't get to the ladder. So you can move back three. One, two, three. Yes, All right. exactly. Uh, okay. That makes sense? No. I thought that these bays were like bays. The, this no. is a whole other deck no, yeah, below it, it's this? All, it's bench, 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 bench. That's why okay. it's, it's treated as difficult terrain because, because it's full of, of the benches. There are other full of benches. Yes, you're like oh, stepping, so, stepping oh, so there are the not four rowing like windows. There's like a bunch There's of There's a bunch of them, oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, and then I'm going to hex. What's his name? Uh, Bakara. 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 I'm going to hex some evil eye uh, for attack rolls. Going to do evil eye for attack rolls. Here's his will save nine. Yeah. All right. All right. So for six rounds, minus two to your attack rolls. Six done. rounds. Woo. Okay. That ought to buy me one more round. And uh, good move because now it is Bakara's turn. <sighs> the horror of the Mwangi. Oh, where's Halrex? Uh, Halrex is on deck. 
while she was like pacing back and forth. So <laughs> she went to the bathroom when this happened. <laughs> Naturally. Uh, now the laziest crew ever. <laughs> they don't do anything except for yell at you and call you misogynistic terms. Uh, Bakara takes two steps forward towards Lork and attempts to bite him. <gasps> Minus two to eight, your attack roll. Fumbles. Yeah! Oh, what a great start. There we go. Wow, and it is a named character. Oh, he better not crit. Natural. Yeah, that's right. Natural attack. Overthink it. Your target. <laughs> oh, man, this is good for you guys. Your target's armor and natural armor bonuses are doubled against you for three rounds. What? Whoa. Holy so, shit. Warks AC. Excuse me, armor bonuses and natural armor bonuses, if you have any, are doubled for the next three rounds against wow. Bakara. That's wow. insane. That's great for the frontline fighter. That's yeah. pretty sweet. Just do me a favor, Lork. Don't overthink it. <laughs> it is now Ben Vereen's turn. Uh, ben Vereen is going to... Yeah, see, okay, here's a question. If your creature rolls higher than you in initiative, what, what do you do? Because it's like, basically, I have to... Push him as an action, as a free oh, action right. on my turn. You know, it just seems so to does me he just like hold, is or? that a, it's a free action for you to do it. Yeah. I mean, he can't act without you doing it. So I right. feel like either he takes your initiative, or or you just like as, as if he was a summoned creature, or just to make things easier, you use that free action during your turn. If it was a during standard action turn. for a lork to do it, then Ben Vereen would have to wait. Gotcha. Or we can just decide that Ben Vereen goes on your turn. Well, the thing yeah. the thing for me that's been bugging me. Is so if he's not pushed or trained by Lork, then he acts on his own accord, right? I, I would think so. Right. So I mean, I, I think you have to bear in mind the natural aggressiveness of a Wolverine, and he clearly has a, a sincere affection for Lork. So if he's threatened, it's going to treat him like a member of his pack, of his family. I think in a situation like this, anytime Lork is threatened, he will absolutely try to fight Lork's attacker. He would, Lork would have to push him to not attack the attacker. You know what I'm saying? Right. I mean, theoretically, he's not, he's not just going to stand there. You know what I'm saying? Right. If he, but he also could attack Gormlin. Uh, or well, but it's like we... Because he's only been with Lork for Wolverines aren't stupid. Hours. That's the other thing. Like, I, I just well, well, that, well, that's one of the things that I'm thinking is, like, do you think that it might be like, whoa, this thing is way too big and just run away? You know? Like, that, but that again, that goes against kind of Wolverines what they are. Yeah. Right. You Unfortunately, know, Pathfinder doesn't have it built in there to um, for that well, yet. But you can only have you can just have it do come is all it knows. Come. Right. It's it's developed that. Uh, I have to push it to do sort of else. relationship where you, with you will come. You all know, right. So fine. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to push it mm -hmm. to uh, withdraw. Okay. Do me a favor and flee. push it real good. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm trying my best. Here all week. <laughs> uh, Tip your waitresses. Oh, God. Here we go. Uh, failed. Failed by how much? Failed by two, actually. Okay, so really it just does nothing. No result. Bullshit. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. You guys have no respect for the natural world. Well, no, no. The thing, all right, we'll say, like, it goes, it goes to attack, and Lork's like, oh, no, go away. And it just sort of, like, hesitates for a second. Doesn't buy it, but also doesn't attack. You know? Yeah. I think that that's a okay. middle ground. I buy that. Baron. 60, 70 feet away or so, you hear the splintering of wood as the boat shakes. And you, what do you do? Uh, Baron walks up to the door and opens it. Okay. And what does he see? When Not going to roll perception on that door or anything? Check for traps? <laughs> Check for traps. <laughs> no, no uh, we have a short night tonight. Uh, so. so he opens the door and sees a giant four-armed gorilla-like creature standing, uh, standing and going to bite Lork. And slowly closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> so I do. Those guys are fucked. <laughs> Let's get out of here, Galavers. I'm, I'm able to see that uh, this is indeed prime dwarf fighting area. And that this gorilla right. looks at a disadvantage. And I've traded against giants and large creatures. So I'm ready to go in. And not only that... Wait, before you make any attacks, it's a standard action to open a door. Oh. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Wow, Debbie Downer. He really wants his character to die. <laughs> I just don't want to... I don't feel like writing another We Are Standard stupid. action to open a door. Yeah. yeah, the fans would be all over us. I'm pretty sure. 90% sure. Well, the only good thing is, I mean, you're going to want to get into that room and be in a better position if you're going to start shooting your magic handbanger. 
So mm-hmm. if it is a standard action on the door, you still have movement speed. You only move about I, 10 feet. Yeah, so I'm going to move another 10 feet in, and that's the extent of my movement speed. All right, do you want to stay on the uh, the uh, sort of plant gangway? I don't know. Yeah, I'll call it a gangway. Take a diagonal step so I'm not directly if he decides so to charge. Down so, into yep. the banks? Exactly. Okay, so you just kind of hop down into the banks. And uh, it is arguable it may be a move action. Oh, here we go. But I'm saying he moved to the door and then he opened it. Can so you do it? Two as move as actions at the very least. Oh, yeah. Oh, right, because yeah. it moved. It's not a free action open doors, which no. is correct. Okay, yeah. so then uh, it is a free action for Lork to take his turn. You're up, buddy. <laughs> oh, sweet. The whole thing's free. Hey, so what is your, so you have the minus 40 your AC, but then because of this absurd fumble by the gorillan, uh, you get, what, what is your new AC? Well, tell me about your AC. Walk me through your AC. Uh, well, I basically, when we got back from the Drake thing, I, I had mentioned this before that he was like, I couldn't just like wear metal armor around on deck, but since we were under attack basically by somebody on the ship, he's now kind of changed his tune a little bit. Uh-huh. He's not going to be able to row in metal armor. So I had talked to you about like, look, is there like a spare set of leather arm, regular leather armor around that he could wear? And you were like, yeah, sure. So I just put him in leather armor, which is uh, plus three armor bonus. And so I took minus four, um, and so my AC was ten. Okay. And then walking into this beginning of this combat was yeah, ten. Yeah. And then so you doubled it to six. So basically, I just added three more because so I was. Oh no. Uh, yeah. So I made it thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. So it's not great, but it would be seventeen against this thing, not in a squeezed situation. Uh, Skip, we just got to make sure when Joe fumbles, uh, you don't give him the same card. <laughs> <laughs> I put it at the back oh, of the deck. Oh, good, good. Okay. You are a true piece of shit. <laughs> uh, all right, Lork is, uh, but he does, uh, as a matter of policy, he never rose without a falchion. So, uh, <laughs> a falchion at his side. <laughs> falchion at his side. So he's going to take a swing with his, uh, with Screed's falchion. Ah. Uh, and it's minus four to attack, right? So that's no down in the bay. It doesn't right because the no, ceilings yeah, he, are. He said it is. Oh, it is. Whole yes, place. So, so it's eighteen to hit. Eighteen hits. Beautiful. Yeah. It is eleven points of damage. Whoa! Oh, nice. nice. The lork is back in town. And then uh, I can't take a five foot step. So uh, lork is going to uh, move back. Um, his full move, so he will and he'll roll an acrobatics check to, to avoid, avoid the attack, attack of opportunity because he's he's just taking a swing and then trying to back away from this thing. Okay, so it, you're rolling a d20, adding your acrobatics acrobatics bonus, and you have to beat the CMD of the uh, of Bakara plus right. five or just the CMD. Just the CMD, so that's eighteen. Uh, you do not beat the CMD of the giant four-armed magical gorilla. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, so it goes to claw you. And fumbles. Yeah! <laughs> you I fainted him. I drew it out of him. Can you open the window so I can chuck this D20 <laughs> at the nearest old person walking down the street? That's karma, man. Oh Don't make fun God. of Lork's rolls. Yeah. You've got to be kidding me. Tripped. The gorilla is knocked prone. Uh, I now stop moving backwards, and I stand directly over its fallen body. Oh, my goodness. This, this must be like all the banana peels he was eating earlier, like leftover from his meal. Oh, man. I didn't even think. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where someone fumbled on an attack of opportunity. Well, weird. now he did. And uh, it is Galabras' turn. Can I just clarify? We are not confirming fumbles until we have multiple attacks. Right, right. so six, Correct. six levels. And then the monsters will do that as well at that point. Correct. Yeah. Gotcha. Uh, will my Agile Feet ability apply to this situation? <laughs> <laughs> An Agile Feet uh, allows you to ignore difficult terrain. Yes. Um, it will apply to, if you're in the rowing banks, but it will not apply to the, uh, the what I'm calling the gangway. The raised okay. area. The raised area. So, because you don't have benches to jump over. But with, in terms of the benches, yeah, you can agile feet right over all those. So the back room, uh, the aft uh, room that I'm in now, is that also low ceilings? Nope, or that's it, normal that's ceilings. Yep. All right, so I move regular up to the door, and then. Uh, yeah, it's already open. It's already open. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Did Baron close it behind him? <laughs> uh, yeah. That was another move action. <laughs> so, He's like, I'm going to spend a bottle cap to close this door. He <laughs> <laughs> godfathered me. <laughs> uh, so can I move at a... 
a diagonal into the bay then? Can I do that? Or would I have to move out one and then do it? Uh, where there's a wall there, you'd have to move in. And then you can go. Then, but then you, like I let Baron, you All right, hop so, down. so it's one, two, three, four, five, and then move. Um, no, I want to move into the, the other side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, can I see the prone ape? Oh, yeah. It's big. Then I fire my uh, crossbow at it. All right. Uh, now, where it's prone, it's still in melee combat, so it would still be a minus four to attack. It yeah. would be minus eight because it's prone. Oh, right. Oh, jeepers. Yeah, because it's laying on the ground. So ranged attacks are he's a smaller target. Yeah. Well, I miss. But uh, that's all I'm going to be doing. Uh, all right. Galabras. I got to get these sound effects going. Did you, did you, did you roll in this? Or did you hit? I missed. Oh, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, I'm oh, sorry, yeah. I didn't hear you roll. That's right. What are you waiting for? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was too busy talking over you. He literally said it into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Something wrong with my cans. Yeah, put your headphones on. Um, <laughs> speaking of cans, round two, Gormley. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so offensive. Oh man. god. Woo! Right, moving on. Newly, uh, newly married man. So <laughs> talking about cans all day long. <laughs> Gormley's gonna throw a tanglefoot bag at the at the at the ape. <laughs> Boy, okay. Um, same same deal. It's gonna be minus eight to hit it. Minus eight? Uh, yeah, because it's prone. Oh, I thought that... Something it's, wrong it's, with your cans? <laughs> <laughs> just disgust us. <laughs> that, all right, well, now here's my argument. It's a large creature. It's just lying there. It's harder to hit because it's on the ground. Yeah. It's got to be... Well, you have to hit do, its feet. Do you remember when I used Gunslinger's Dodge when the, the, he threw a javelin at me and I just, like, hit the deck and it increased my AC by, like, f- or four because I hit the ground? It's just like a melee mechanic all or right. a range mechanic in this game. That's stupid. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> that just, is correct. Uh, just hex him again. I'm just going to hex him again. All right, I'm going to hex him for his saves. There you go. Hexing him for saves. I always hate... Where's that D20 I threw? You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. I'm going to use this shitty, shitty dwarven one that I hate. <laughs> Please pause for, for time reading. Uh, okay, we got a 13 will save. Fails. Yeah. Fails the will save. So for six rounds, oh you're... My. This poor gorilla. <laughs> I feel so bad for him. No one even stopped to question it. He's been planning this escape for weeks. So are like a bunch of poachers. And then I'll cackle to extend both hexes. Cackle to extend both hexes. Excellent. So six on one, seven, so. seven on one, six on the other? Yeah. Jeepers. Six of one, half dozen of the other. It is now the prone. <laughs> this poor bastard. <laughs> Shane Goodall is going to be so pissed at this. <laughs> um, okay, it uh, stands up. An attack of opportunity from both Lork and Ben Vereen. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 All right, so we'll go Lork. Well, yeah, we'll go Lork first. Miss. Uh, oh, boy. And then Benjamin Vereen. Um, 14 to hit. Hits the stupid ape. What? Yep. With flat-footed minus AC. Minus AC. It's got a minus. Oh. It's got the hex. I hex him for attack rolls. Uh, but no, it's but you did for AC oh, attacks no. and saves. Attacks oh, and saves. Right, right, right. But the point is, it's it's huge and it's squeezing. So its yeah, AC yeah. is great. Not as good as it normally is. Hey, you should hex his AC. <laughs> I'm getting to that. Uh, that is one claw for two points of damage. Oh, chipping away <laughs> at the old tree. Yeah. Uh, You're my boy, Wolverine. Now let me ask you this: standing up is a move action. That yes. is correct. Right, so he cannot do a full attack. Things are working out well for the gang. You guys have a name for your little band of adventurers? Think uh, about it. Answer next time. The I don't apple, think we've earned it yet. Apple Dumpling Gang. The Apple Dumpling Gang. The Wet Bandits. Wet Bandits. <laughs> Sticky Bandits. Sticky Bandits. <laughs> the it goes, Springs. It goes to bite Lork, and it rolls a seven. Nice! Hey. <laughs> this. Oh. You have some spectacular dives. Uh, ben Vereen. You know what? You get a bottle cap for that. <laughs> ben Vereen's turn? Yeah, it's Ben right, Vereen's he turn. He will do a full attack action. Oh, boy. So Claw, uh, 11. 11 misses. Claw, Claw, uh, 19. 19 hits. So that Claw does three points of damage. And now where is it clawing him? Like at his uh, feet? On his toe? Yeah, like on his like Achilles. Okay. And how many points of damage was it? Uh, three. Okay. The and gorilla then, And then he dead. will bite, uh, miss. All right. So one claw got through. Let it be known that Ben Vereen has done some damage. Yeah. Nice. There you go, Ben. Uh, and now it is Baron's turn. Baron is in the room. Baron's going to move 20 feet closer. 
Okay. And he is still, unimpeded by yep. the small ceilings. And he is still um, not within twenty feet. So his um, going to throw his gun. <laughs> no, his gun will not resolve against touch AC. It'll be regular AC. But, ah, okay. Um, he's going to go for it, and he is using deadly aim. It's going to be like that's thirty a tough two. shot. Yeah, that's it's a really that, tough shot. So it's minus six. Yeah, miss. miss. Hey, you know what? Bang! I well, Lork hears the comforting, the comforting explosions <laughs> of Baron's handbanger. And the soothing <laughs> whiz of a bullet going right by his ear. Yeah, well, he, he trusts Baron. So, sorry. He, sorry. Has, he hasn't accidentally hit him yet. <laughs> I'm sure that uh, gunshot didn't uh, scare your wild animals. Yeah, by the <laughs> way, by the way, that card, Not My Pony, has a lot more concern for me now. Oh, yeah. it's in that oh, deck. Oh, Not My Pony. Don't yeah. hit Ben Vereen. Skip, skip, stack the deck with Not My Pony. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you five dollars. <laughs> give you a cool five spot. Uh, all right, Lork, you just had a bullet come whizzing past your head. <gasps> ben Vereen, sorry, upset. Sorry, oh, Lork, I don't know if you know this. There's a gorilla in front of you. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, all right, so I will attack uh, the gorilla. Uh, 15 to hit. To hit. 15 hits. Sweet. And that will be uh, seven points of damage. You sure? Or do you need a Joe recount? Uh, for right now, I'm pretty sure. Oh, man, I forgot about power attack. You know what? I'm just going to do that whole attack action over. <laughs> hey, I rolled a 20. Whoa, look at that. <laughs> uh, all right, Lork. Uh, I'm going to move. Yeah, I'm going to move away. Jump on its shoulders. I'm going to move away. I'll provoke. Uh, an attack of opportunity. Okay. Well, I will do an acrobatics check and fail. Okay. And it goes to claw you. Fumble. Fumble. Uh, seven. Again. Miss. Okay, great. So I'm going to move back. I can move ten feet, basically. Okay, so you ten, ten feet back because of the cramped ceilings. Oh, no, actually, I can leave move. Benverine to die. Um, uh, ben Vereen has an AC bonus against this guy because of their yeah, the size two sizes. They're ah, so different okay. in size. And I'm going to move 15 feet back because um, with uh, my leather armor, I can move more than I could before. So. Didn't you get uh, something magical that allows you to do an extra move per day, too? Yeah, so I'm, I'm sitting on that, okay. too, in case I need it. Um, so just to be clear, you're leaving Ben Vereen in front of a four, uh, right up next to a four-armed creature with, uh, that also has bite. Just want to be sure we're clear. Yeah, you know, I, okay. what am I going to do? I'm I just, can't get him out of there. It's more for the listeners than it is for me. I just want a clear picture <laughs> of what the cowardly half-orc is doing. Uh, Galabras. Okay. Wolverine doesn't give a fuck, I'll tell you that yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, much like the honey badger. Exactly. You think honey badgers are bad. Uh, Alright, so I'm going to step up. I'm going to move my maximum six squares just straight forward. Thank you, Joe. Um, Just agile feet and along. And I'm going to fire my crossbow once again at the thing. Now, is it considered melee combat with a with a smaller creature? I, I, that would it would be up for your uh, discretion. I would probably say no because he's so large and it's a s- small creature next to him. We'll say instead of a minus four, it's a minus two. Well, I rolled a two anyway, so. Oh, damn it, Calabras! Your point is moo. It's <laughs> <laughs> moo. Your point is moo. And now it is round three, Gormley. What are you going to do? <laughs> Misfortune. Oh, there we go. Fucking DC 15. Uh, can I have another? You, know, you can do it twice in a day. Give me a D20. Get the hell away I can do hexes as many times as I want. Oh, I uh, thought Misfortune was different. The highest I've I, rolled on this is a five. <laughs> I can't hex the same and creature more mi- than once. Minus two to saves. Oh, okay. uh, yeah, minus two to saves, minus two to attack. But this misfortune, and we're good to go. Oh, it's, it's got to be a fail. Ten. Yeah. Oh, man! <laughs> Gormley just possibly saved uh, Bedverine's life. Oh, God. Uh, what, so what is the, how many rounds is this? 20 rounds? Six rounds. Six uh, rounds. No, I'm sorry, one round, but I'm going to cackle to extend it to two. Okay. So it's... Yeah, misfortune only lasts for one round. So, so this the, round I, I just keep and next round. So You've you just been standing keep. by where you were rowing and just like hexing the shit out of a gorilla. That's and amazing. Laughing. That's so good. I'm laughing a lot. And now, do the other saves, the other uh, hexes, do those go an extra round as well? Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so remember, if you're listening at home and thinking about playing Pathfinder, create a witch because they're the greatest characters in the game <laughs> next to gunslingers. Yeah, I like the witch-gunslinger combo. Uh, this is brutal. We'd freak out everyone. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was Gorm's move. 
the Bakara will now do five attacks on Ben Vereen. Oh, come on with <laughs> So this. I will be rolling ten dice. Oh my god. You knew. You knew what was going to happen. Wait. First. Oh, four arms. <laughs> I'm going to roll two, two die every single time. <laughs> Take the lower, and then minus two because of the first hex. Um, all so right. Wait, what is the bonus that he gets? To his AC? Because, yeah, is it two or four? For the size class yeah, difference? I think it's you two. you have giants. Yeah, I think is it's it two. two for you, or it's four for you. For, it's, but that's a, that's, a that's a feat. It's not just a thing. size thing. Yeah. Uh, I gave Ben Vereen a feat. I just decided. It's defensive. <laughs> it's plus four for Ben. I have defensive training against size giants are plus two. So it's not just a okay, size Okay, plus two. So he's got a plus two to his AC. Are you familiar with Ben, ben Vereen's AC? I am. Okay. Yes. Uh, four attacks. First attack is a bite. I'm rolling two die because of his fortune, taking the lower, and also minusing two. Uh, okay, I rolled a 14 and an 18. Oh my god. Unadjusted. Uh, that would, it's gonna be a hit. Uh, and so. it's minus four to his attack? Or minus six to his attack? Oh wait, so the attack takes a minus? Yeah. Oh, you mean just for squeezing? Yes. Right. Okay, I've, I've added that. That's, okay. that's already uh, figured in, as it were. Uh, so the first attack hits. Well, what was it? What was the total? 18. Yeah, that hits. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I assumed. Uh, three points of damage, and Ben Vereen is now raging. Fuck he it. is enraged. Not unlike my boner. God, man. No, that's engorged. First claw of four. <sighs> this is ridiculous. Uh, a really good one and a bad one. I will give you the adjusted. Uh, I'll tell you this to make it quicker. If you roll anything under 14, it's a miss. Okay, first claw misses. So the second claw misses. Second claw. Oh, that was a bite. The first one was a bite. Second claw misses. There yeah. Third claw. Third claw hits. You roll two dice over 14. Yeah, I rolled a 15 and a 17. How dare you question me. Wow. Uh, I was just clarifying what was happening. Okay. And that was for six points of damage. I have one more claw. And just to let you know, if this claw hits, it will then rend. Really? Any two of the four, huh? Any two of the what four. What if it's the two on the same side? Come on. We can rip uh, up and down. Ew, gross. I rolled an 18. Holy shit. And an eight. Yeah! yeah. yeah. Harley oh. is the best to have in your party. Ben will live another day, and now it is raging Ben Vereen's oh. turn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it is so angry. So furious. Uh, okay, so now he gets a little bonus here. So, uh, claw. Um, that's 13 to hit? 13 misses. 13 misses, okay, so claw, claw, miss, bite, uh, hit, um, just seeing if that crit, but it doesn't. Uh, so the bite hits for five points of damage. Whoa! Yeah, he's so angry. Wolverine! Wolverine! Okay. And now it is Baron's turn. Baron will uh, quickly move 20 feet closer. And how far away am I from the horror of the Mwangi Expanse at that point? Looks like you are... Within 20 feet. Within 20 feet. Uh, but you will take, because you're a smaller creature, you'll take the full um, uh, minus four for shooting into melee. Right. But nothing beyond that. Nothing beyond that. Okay, and so... it's to touch AC, right? Yeah. Well, you'll take a minus eight to attack now because of the... Oh, no, you're not squeezing. I'm sorry. Minus yeah. four. Okay. Touch um, AC. This is a plus. I'm going to turn that off. I'm going to act. So point blank shot. No deadly aim. Four. There you 23. go. 23. Yeah. Boom. Dog. You have fired a gun <laughs> at the four-arm magical gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> and hit it. And I do eight points of damage. Nice. Yeah. See, that's why you got to bring a gun <sighs> to these fights. He brought a gun to a claw fight. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> as a uh, swift action, I reload my pistol. Okay. Uh, nearing so the end of round three, Lork, the worst pet owner ever, <laughs> is up. Uh, yeah, but you weren't taking into account that Lork will... Oh, damn it! Raging. Yeah, I, I thought I was planning for a charge, realizing that you probably can't do a charge. Be oh, not through difficult terrain. Oh, nope. shit. Uh, all right, so he'll just move up and attack. Should have had somebody cast Agile Feet on you. He's going to do a power attack this time, though. 
Okay. And hope that he crits. We should have cast thousand. Agile Feet on the gorilla uh, so he could charge. Do, 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 do 14. 14 hits. Fucking awesome. Nice. Uh, all right, so that was power attack. So that is 13 points of damage. Jeepers. Okay. Uh, uh, the the uh, Giralon, Giralon, I don't know how to fucking pronounce it, is reeling. Galabras. Uh, Galabras is going to move up another 25 feet. Um, oh, uh, actually, he's going to, yeah, and then jump up onto the gangplank and fire again with the crossbow. Minus eight to attack. It's just, Cause oh, because Lork's Lork squeezing. Up. Yeah, I missed. Galabras shooting crossbows, missing, but living to tell the tale, unlike Ben Vereen. <laughs> Round four, Gormley. <laughs> all right, first off, Cackle to extend all the hexes, nice. inclu- including Misfortune. Yeah. Uh, and then Gormley is going to ear-piercing scream the gorilla. Whoa. Talk to me about ear-piercing... Ear priesting? No, we're not cutting that. <laughs> Damn it. Not <laughs> if I pause, I can cut. Uh, Damn it. I saw right into the, right ah, your thoughts. Talk to me about ear piercing scream. <laughs> so I can scream at a single target and nobody else is affected. I would deal two, eight, two D8 points of damage. You get a save, a fortitude save to have the damage. Which I'll fail. Because you're, because you're hex. Minus two. Right, and because I can't roll anything above a four. Uh, if uh, you fail the save, you're also dazed for one one round. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. This is some siren shit, right? Holy shit, dazed is bad. I think dazed is you can't do anything. No, no. Stunned, stunned is one worse than dazed. I'm sorry, it's actually 2d6. Uh, dazed, you have no impact on your AC. You can't uh, take any actions, but your AC remains the same. Okay. Um, so, you want me to roll my save? No, I'll tell you right now, it's nine points of damage, and now you can roll your save. Ah, nice. You're a fair man. And I rolled a natural 20. Nice. On the save. Did you roll that twice? (laughs) (laughs) God! Son of a goat! For the the listening audience, Troy looks so happy. (laughs) (laughs) He's turning red. My poor gorilla! (laughs) I'm having so much fun. I rolled, um, on the second roll, I rolled a 21 adjusted. All right, so you save. So you take four points of damage. Jeepers. And no days. No days. But I am confused. confused. Uh, It is now the Giralon's turn. (laughs) Giralon. And I will just hold my 2d20s so I can roll them for all five attacks against Lorik Benverine. We'll see what I feel like doing. First, he's going to bite Lorik. Um, I want you to know that I'm channeling my anger at Gormley towards Lork. God damn it. Because I'm taking on the spirit of the Giralon. Yeah. This always happens to the front line guy. Uh, so, yeah, that's great. I rolled a seven and a one. Another fumble. Motherfucker, the same die. The same fucking die. This is, this is fabulous. I have never seen Troy oh, so angry before. I bet, I bet all, you spent all week thinking about how tough this fight would be. I thought this would be a two-part episode. <laughs> <laughs> I have something that'll cheer you up. It's a fumble card for your fucking girl. Oh, <laughs> son of a... All right, natural attacks. Here we go. Oh, your fan- arms fall off. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> so he goes... <laughs> he goes to bite Lork and uh, just uh, hits his head on the ceiling. He is now blinded for one round. <laughs> Oh man, this this horror might have a family. This is the least scary horror I've ever seen. <laughs> no, the oh, horrific man. fighter uh, of the Mwangi. Let me just if, if you're apparently not, the Mwangi expanse is not as bad as we thought it was. Let me yeah. tell you what blinded does for this one round. And no, Gorman, you can't cackle to extend by blinded. <laughs> Minus two to the AC, oh, and wow. it also loses its Dex bonus to AC. And a, mi- and a minus two penalty on strength and dex-based skill checks. And perception checks, but you know what? I don't think it's gonna be doing any percepting. <laughs> so its AC is now down. Good lord, I need like 17 pieces of paper for all these hexes and fucking AC parts. Okay, it's got four more attacks. <laughs> <laughs> wait, so, so it doesn't wait, so take it's... a minus to its attack rolls when it can't see what it's trying to hit? 
Oh, oh, you know what? I, I, Everything I, I, has I stopped reading. Yes. Concealment. So now I've got to. Let me just get seventeen dice here <laughs> to roll for misfortune. <laughs> Fucking concealment. Mother. Oh man. All right. So I'm rolling two d20s and a d100. <laughs> this is insane. All four claws are going at Lork right now. Oh, man. All right. This is. I've never done this. Okay. I rolled a 10, a 3, and a 93. So awesome, that's a miss. <laughs> Even though wait, 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 wait. What's your bonus? What's it, your bonus with the 3? With on the 10? My bonus? It, it, it would be a, the 3. With minus 2 to strength, right? Oh no. No, but I rolled a 3. Misfortune. Oh, oh, I'm right, sorry. Right, because I'm thinking you're taking the higher, duh. That was the first claw. So three misses. Second claw, <laughs> this is just absurd. Like 20 dice Second right claw, now? uh, ooh, the second claw, Second claw would have hit, but I rolled a 46 on the concealment. <laughs> this is absurd. All right, third claw. There goes my rend and my fun. Uh, that's another miss and an 82 on the concealment. That would have been a hit. And the last claw is a. Uh, this might be a hit, and I rolled a 60. Uh, it would be a 14 and so 16 to hit. That hits lurk. Yeah. One claw hits for six points of damage. Whoa. Everybody, a big round of applause for the worst gorilla yeah. in Pathfinder history. <laughs> Love this guy. Hopefully it makes for good radio. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ben Vereen. <laughs> uh, I think Ben is gonna run up uh, the side of this thing's body and just go for its throat at this point. Yeah, he can smell it. weakness. Do it. Uh, here we go. He'll so, never see it so coming. claw 15 <laughs> to hit. That hits, right? 15 hits. Um, so one point of damage. Second claw hits uh, for one point of damage. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, he's, he's raging. I'm sorry. He's raging. So uh, he did three points of damage. Another two on each one. So five. Uh, so Six add another four. Four points. more. Yeah. Okay. More. And then a bite. Um, <laughs> ten to hit. Uh, ten misses. Okay. After he lost his dex bonus and a minus two. Uh, let me just see. Oh, nope, losing the dex bonus, 10 hits. <laughs> just wanted to make sure. Unbelievable, I forgot about that. And then... Uh, I feel like uh, a fart would damage with this yeah. four, four points of damage on the bite. <laughs> uh, I'm just interested to see if this combat's gonna end this round. Baron, with your magic handbanger. Baron says, it's time to get up close and deadly. <laughs> oh, I remember that. It's been a long time. It's been a while. This, this, could, be, this could be a grit point. Point blank. Up close and deadly with deadly aim. Uh, that is a eleven against Touch AC. That is a hit. a hit, and that is eleven sixteen points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> and Bakara, the horror of the Moangi Expanse, <laughs> dies. Oh, <laughs> oh, <all> right. <laughs> Wow. Oh, man, you're going to have to fill up 15 minutes of uh, content for this that episode. That is fantastic. <laughs> I, I think we might have to pause because Troy is currently in the raging state. <laughs> now I'm fatigued. Uh, let's do a 15-minute intro to this week's episode. Uh, oh, boy. I got to say, that was pretty fun. That was, that was fun. So, yeah, now you guys are all oh, in this room. God. That monster just got devastated. <laughs> Holy shit. You know what was crazy, though? The magical ability he had to make all of the rowers and the coxswain vanish, vanish from off the, room. the deck. The that moment, was... moment he came through the wall. Yeah, yeah. They you run uh, a really realistic campaign very here, powerful. Oh, holy shit. I, he's got a lot of attacks. Uh, <laughs> I, had to, I was rolling six die. I control the NPCs. Uh, oh, my God. You get your grip point back there, too, Baron. <laughs> do we want to... I didn't want to rub it in. Do we want to heal him and, and uh, hear his story? Because I imagine oh, this, he had a pretty rough wait, uh, passage here. Well, the only good um, thing is that he... Uh, just as he was about to die, his sight came back. <laughs> so you could see his murderers. Yeah, it's in his final uh, moments. So uh, oh, Galabras stands over the fallen corpse of this uh, creature, and he says, Looks like we're not going to be able to gorilla him for information. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Give me back Gary's bottle cap. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sorry. <laughs> well, it was fun. I'm glad we did the Glass Cannon podcast. It was a fun, <laughs> a fun few episodes. It was 36 now, so yeah. You're gonna um, step down now, I think, after that embarrassing yeah, display. You guys want to play uh, Mage Knight or something? <laughs> Checkers. <laughs> 
okay, so this uh, this giant creature, you guys were in there, you heard a rattling of a cage, followed by the splintering of wood as this four-armed magical uh, creature uh, smashed through the walls of the, uh, the rowing station and attacked you guys very poorly and died. What, what is the team doing? Well, is uh, Halrex there? Is she actually there? <laughs> Halrex was knocked unconscious by the, by uh, the, by the spl- splintering of wood, hit her in the eye, and she fell to the <laughs> ground. So uh, she's for I exactly over, four uh, rounds. I run over and uh, <laughs> I run over and heal her. And uh, yeah, so I, I want to. So w- when she comes to, uh-huh. Lurk wants to say, um, "What is that you've got in your storage hold there?" Uh, you'll have to talk to the captain about that. Oh, you don't oversee the the storage. I'm a coxswain, not a storage girl. You had a, you had a four-armed monster in your hold right next to where you stand. You didn't even notice. Watch who you call a monster, witch. Calling the gorilla the monster. <laughs> who brought that gorilla on board? He's part of the cock. Let me get... Rag! Rag, get down here! Eventually, blood test comes down, uh, and he looks just in shock that this happened. What, what, how did, how does he get out? He burst right through the wall. Ah, this doesn't make any sense. Who was drugging him this morning? Who brought him the meat? Ooh. Oh. And, uh. Where's Urig? There's, no, yeah. there's like no other, um, orcs, uh, half orcs around. Um, so Calrex and Rag are just kind of kibitzing. Like, what? I, I, oh, do you know who was in charge of bringing him the, the drugged meat this morning? No, I don't know either. We need to, we need to bring all the men together and find out who fucked this up. Is it Gaznak, the cook? It's always the cook. It's always the cook with the wrench in uh, the kitchen. Who, but who's hurt right now? I'm, 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 I'm down a, a couple. I'm down a couple. Uh, ben Varinas well, really I hurt. Gather, I gather, while they're talking, I gather everybody around and I channel. Wait, wait, are you going to channel? Yeah. I have something for you. You do? I have a, a small token. Okay. I know you have to present your holy symbol, Desna, to channel. I do. Oh, cool. <laughs> It's a little tiny butterfly keychain. That came out. That came out of a Christmas cracker. Oh, perfect! <laughs> Been waiting to give it to yeah, you. Yeah, so I, I hold forth my my little plastic uh, holy symbol, <laughs> uh, and I roll my precious gold-plated Roman dice. Uh, seven points of healing for everybody. Nice. Rag says, I, "This I don't know how this happened. We." I didn't bring this up to you because, frankly, it had nothing to do with any of you. This is part of my cargo. I was going to bring him to the gladiatorial arenas of Urgir, where I used to fight myself, and they were going to use him in the gladiator fights. But now he's dead. Not blaming you for that. This should have never happened. We've been feeding him drugged meat every single day to keep him docile. Someone must have screwed it up. It was quite obvious by his fighting that he was drugged up. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> can can any of you check his condition? Uh, I'll check his condition. I'll do a heal heal check on him. Uh, Twenty four. He was sickened as well um, as squeezing through there. So whatever he did have something in his system, but clearly it wasn't enough. This mm. four armed gorilla was clearly squeezed and sickened. Yes. Well, this is what we how do. was he how was he bound? Was he bound or caged? There's a cage in there. He's locked in the cage. And drugged every morning with his when we feed him. And I'd like to examine the cage. So would I. All right, all right. Go ahead, go in there and examine the cage. In the meantime, I'm going to find out who was on food duty. Is that all right, <laughs> Sherlock Holmes? It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hostility. I, we just we just saved the boat again. You did, and I appreciate it. I'm just I'm 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 torn between being upset that I lost all this gold for selling that I would have got from selling this gorilla, and my ship is a mess, and there's a dead gorilla on here as no, well. I understand. It's I have a, a lot very, of emotions. It's a very unusual situation. <sighs> Please go go ahead and check out the check out the armory. Um. All right. So Lork walks over and opens the double door, or actually, I mean, he could just kind of go peek hole, through the, the hole, hole that he came through. The door's locked. Was anyway. his cage right up against the hole, or was his cage somewhere else in the room, and he got out, then busted through that It sounded like he came rain, running across The, the first cabin. noise you heard was jing 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 of a cage rattling, and then you heard the or saw, rather, right. the uh, So when we walk in, uh, what do we see? So, the do- he obviously the, the gorilla didn't open the door and walk out, uh, but you see just a, a pair of iron doors uh, that lead, that are at the end of the gangway. Next to that is the hole in the wall. 
Uh, you peek in and you see uh, various cargo of like, uh, you know, chain, chain mail, battle axes, spears and stuff. It's probably stuff that he's going to be uh, oh, trading with, right. a trading post along the way. Uh, and then there is an iron cage and the door is swinging open. Not like off its hinges, yeah. just Somebody just open. left it open. The same person yeah. that fucking yeah. fucked with the railing. Is yeah. that true? Or like, is there any damage done to the... Are you still peeking in, or do you go? Into yeah, yeah. The room? I walk up to examine the door to see if it, he rent like bent the metal, or if it's just like open. Uh, it's the uh, the lock is laying on the floor, uh, and the door is wide open. And the lock is not busted; it's just unlocked nope. and laying on the floor. Yeah. So someone, so someone did it. Okay, so we'll dust for prints. <laughs> okay, roll uh, print dusting. <laughs> Kind of do a perception on the room to see if there's any, any you know evidence of somebody that's been in here or like they left behind a footstep or I mean maybe a survival check would be better. Sure. What, so what are you looking for specifically? You're just looking for like footprints and stuff. I'm looking for well, I'm looking for evidence of something that like they left here or like some indication of who was in here. They dropped their wallet. Dropped their, their wallet. Yeah. ID exactly. card. I could also do a survival check after that for that kind of stuff, leaving behind footprints or something. Okay. Nineteen on perception. It looks like the lock uh, fell fell off when the cage shook, um, but it's just laying there completely. You could still totally use it. Um, it's unlocked and laying on the floor, and the, the door of the cage is just ajar, but you don't see any traces of anything um, significant. Okay. Is there um, a log down here that, sees, like, checks what time people come in to feed them so we could calculate like how long and then maybe tell how long it took for the drug to wear off? There, There isn't, um, but Rag and we'll Alex are trying to, to figure that out. Okay. You're under the impression just from what Rag said that like someone comes once, once a day to feed him and to keep this is a drug that lasts for 24 hours. Okay. So it doesn't make any sense. They feed him a drugged piece of meat. Right, yeah. so whatever, he was either not fed today or not you know that it wasn't laced with enough drug or he still had drug in his system from the day before and nobody fed him today but you know they obviously had this under control and now this happened and rag looks as shocked as as you guys are um is there any is there any can i roll to identify any tracks on the ground sure you want to do a survival check yeah i'll roll to assist i assist uh so with the assist it's 24 um no, you don't really. You you see several footsteps coming in and out, um, and that's that's all you really see. Okay. Um, as much as I, I, I believe it's sabotage, we could also point out that with the boat was attacked today, and we stopped rowing. Like there was a lot of confusion. It might have been forgotten. Yeah. N- no, the lock was undone. Like you can oh, feed yeah. the yeah. creature through the bars. Yeah, that's true. Good point. So whoever it's either whoever was supposed to feed him went down and unlocked the lock, didn't feed him, and just let it hang, the lock hang there until he knew it would eventually jiggle free, or somebody else did it who someone, wasn't supposed to come down and feed it. Someone yeah. took the key. and We, we need right. to know if whoever feeds him has the key when they come down. Yeah, we need to know who has access to the key to that lock. Mm-hmm. So we should go ask that unless we see something else in here. Yeah. Um, should we do any more, any other perception checks in the room or anything? Yeah, um... Gormley was the only one that did a perception check, right? And then you did survival. Yeah. I'll just do a perception on the stuff that's around and sure. notice anything else suspicious or, or any other... Um... Yeah, can I detect magic around the room? Sure. Uh, you don't detect any magic besides the, the dying corpse. Oh, ooh, 25. 25 perception. Um, all right, so uh, Coxwain, Howrex, and Rag are chatting, and they're just kind of like <laughs> muttering to themselves out of earshot of you guys because the four of you are in there. Lorik, you know, you were looking around for tracks, and then with your perception, you notice that there are uh, some tracks that uh, around a very strange part of the room with some discolored uh, floorboards towards one Hmm. corner of the room. I'd like to examine the floorboards. Uh, It looks like they can be removed. Yeah. Pull them up. I'll pull them up. Uh, Do you do so uh, subtly while racked or... Yeah, I mean, is it like, do you have to, like, splinter the wood to do it, or can you just, like... You could kind of fumble with it and take a peek in there if you want to, or you want to be, like, snap it right off. Yeah, no, I'd like to, like, kind of, as easily as I can, quietly as I can. I see Lork doing this. Like, I I can read him, knowing him for a while, I can see... Yeah, we can predict each other's moves. We can read each other's vibe, you know what I'm saying? So I see that he's spotted something, so I 
while he's doing that, I kind of pull Rag aside and it's just like, so is there any kind of record of who whose shift this would be? You know, where where is this kept? Like, I, and I'm just like really intensely like asking him questions about the 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 day shift while he's doing that to try to distract him. Right. Well, he's, he's like, well, you know, it's we have a we have a system, but I. I let other people take care of that. They, the boys always just kind of, it works for itself. Uh, I'm sure I have it in my log somewhere. I, you know what, it, it should be in the chart room. I can just go up there and get my ledger right now. That's a great idea, instead of just asking around. Oh uh, and you know that Baron has said ledger in his possession. So um, he's I like, think great he idea. I'm going to go up there. Uh, Halrex, you uh, stay here with the men, make sure everything's all right, and I'll go up and uh, Baron, grab the ledger. Uh, Baron, why don't you go with him? Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, do, do we? I don't. We, I don't know. I can I would say I can come up and like help distract him while you put it back. But I don't know that you have the ledger, so I can't help. No. I mean, technically, oh, I, Skid would have it last. Yeah, I say because uh, he has the linguistics. He was looking at it, and then it burst open. Oh yeah, but I true. will take it if that is better for intrigue. I mean, um, he's been wanting me to horse muck this well, whole Well, think you guys were looking at this. You heard this go down. Yeah. And then one of you just shoved it in your jacket. Maybe you said, give it back to me. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I say, uh, uh, Baron uh, uh, Gormley, uh, go, with, uh, go with Captain Rag. I'll, I'll stay here I, uh, walk. I say, uh, it's fine. I, let me separate I you say, from my crew. I'll go up there alone, and then I'll be right back down. No, uh, no, it's all right. We'll, we'll go with you. <laughs> Last time I checked, I'm the captain on this ship. All right. Right. There's Bork, also... Bork is going to turn around and say, Captain, it has become obvious from the lock here that you've got a saboteur on this boat. That's exactly what I was about to say. You cannot be walking around this, the, the, the boat alone. Someone clearly is hoping that you or us uh, are killed by one of these sabotries. All right, you, uh, <laughs> Lork and Galabras roll a diplomacy check. So you just, Lork just kind of drops the boards that he was lifting up. Yeah, yeah, I didn't lift them up yet. I just, I hear this going down and I, yeah. Uh, 26. Uh, 14. I'm sorry I snapped at your boy. I'm just a little upset from all of this. You're, you're probably right. We're just concerned for your safety. I, you know, I, I, as, a, as a former gladiator, I, I sometimes think I can do everything by myself. Please, if you'd like to come with me, uh, maybe your magic can help if something goes wrong. Come on. Let's go. Do I, de- I, do I, I detect that, the, that, the, that they're lying? Can I sense motive on their, on their... Like, I'm like, why are they insisting that he has protection? Uh, no, I mean, uh, you probably don't think anything of it. Yeah. I, I turned to... Uh, Unless one of them cast Whisper and said... I think it would be pretty oh easy to suspect that we don't want anyone, like, alone, you know, like, just because we don't trust anybody. Right, right. 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 but right. only right. Baron and Galabras know about the hidden... I turn, <laughs> I turn to Galabras oh as we're walking behind Rag, and I say, Oh, I hope I'm having a lucky day today. How about that shot on the gorilla earlier? Huh? <laughs> Uh, I could always use a little bit more luck. Oh, congratulations. Yes, I meant to congratulate you. I shake his hand and give him a bit of luck. <laughs> and Gormley is like, what is going on? So Halrex... <laughs> We're real shady. Halrex <laughs> is walking the gangplank back and forth and just kind of muttering to herself under her breath. Gormley, what are you doing? Uh, do I, I saw Lork with the floorboard, right? Right. All right, I'm gonna go, I'll, I'll distract Halrex. All right, so you're working on Halrex. I'll go over and talk to him. Meanwhile... Uh, Rag is walk, climbing up the ladder in front with uh, Galabras and Baron climbing up behind. Baron with the hidden ledger and Lork standing by the floorboards now. And you know that Gormley has your back watching out for Howrex. What do you do, Lork? Uh, I'd like to try to, as stealthily as possible, pull up these the boards that are loose. Okay, roll a stealth check against Howrex's perception. Stealth check. Can, can I aid with a bluff check? By 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 distracting Howard, kind of distract her to like yeah you know. yeah roll uh, roll your bluff check and tell me what you say to her Ooh. natural twenty on the bluff check <laughs> you can say anything you want <laughs> uh, adjusted twenty on the stealth check you quietly lift the floorboards up and see a staircase descending below <sighs> on deck. Yes! Shit. What a great place to end the episode. No, 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 no. I disagree. I disagree. It's a terrible, terrible, terrible place to end the episode. I couldn't think of a worse place to end the episode.
welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.